going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Fit Pod. My name is Seth Miller, and we're here to have a great, great conversation. I'm the executive director of a Vet Biz, and what we do is we help individuals that are in the military have served, and also their families, we help them with their entrepreneurship endeavors. And so our region is Southern Illinois, all of Missouri, and all of Kansas. So if this conversation or if anything that we talk about you're interested in, our website is vetbiz.com and we can have that conversation. But uh you're not here to talk about me and to talk about how great we are. We're here to talk about the military veteran entrepreneurships and their uh, transition out of the military and going into their own business and the ebbs and flows of that. So today we have the privilege of hosting a very, very special guest. He's a military veteran turned successful entrepreneur right with his own and he's the owner of the red box plus ladies and gentlemen please give it up for mr darren sperry there we go hey. there you go darren how you hey. doing brother i'm doing well thank you thank you for having me on the show Yes, yes. No, it's, it's, it's great because we've met. Uh, I know you've been coming to uh, VetBiz, our CEO roundtable for some time now. And when I, you know, met you and, and listened to a little bit of your story, I said, you know what, we really need to let the world hear not only about your business, but the, you know, your, your transition, because there's individuals that are interested, but they really don't know. There's a, you know, hesitation there. Right. So I want to welcome you here to this, uh, to the podcast and, and everything. So let's just dive right into it. Right. So do you mind talking okay. about your, your military background and what branch you served in? Yeah. So, um, I was in the, the air force. I served for oh, 24 cool. years and, and three months. I was a, uh, KC-135 pilot, and then uh, kind of became a strategist after that and retired out of Scott Air Force Base uh, here in Illinois and uh, started my business um, before I um, before I transitioned out of the military. And VetBiz was a, a big help in doing that. See, and I'm glad you said that because I, too, retired from Scott 2020. And but the the, the good thing is being able to stay where you are at, because as you connect with individuals as you are in, they can help be a catalyst to get you, you know, to where you want to be. So how has, you know, the military helped help to shape you where you are today? Yeah. So, um, you know, it, it gave me a lot of good education. You know, one of the things that uh, they did was give me a degree in logistics management so that has helped me not only on the on the airplane side, but now as I uh, am transitioning into the into the civilian world uh, with a fleet of trucks, uh, having that logistics management background is uh, is very important, isn't it? I know it is. Now, look, let's talk a little bit about the transition. How hard was it for you to mentally? transition out like and you said you did over 20 years right so if, yeah. for those of you that's listening right now that only know about the civilian life that's a life sentence in prison right? <laughs> that is prison but 
we have a certain way of doing things, a certain way of communicating. So how was it for you transitioning out there? Yeah, so uh, um, it, it was a little bit challenging for sure. Um, the way that uh, the workforce is in the civilian world is a little bit different than uh, than the military side, for sure. And, uh, you know, some of the camaraderie um, and, uh, you know, the, the friends that come automatically from that bond of being, um, you know, all military uh, isn't isn't necessarily there. So, yeah, it was a little bit of a transition, but uh, we got, you know, good folks like Vet Biz who are there to help you. Um, and, you know, went through the transition assistance program, which was very good as well. So absolutely. Absolutely. Now let's talk a little bit about your, about those struggles, uh, as you transition out, what's one of the things that you battled with? Like for me, now I've talked about it before. One of the battles for me were really just finding out what I was going to wear the next day. Like, okay, what's, uh, casual dress. You, you know what I mean? So we had our ABUs or BDUs, whatever have you. And then you have your service dress and, and mess dress, all depending on if you have that. But when someone say, hey, it's semi-formal semi in civilian clothes, I'm like, okay, what's that? Do you know I had to Google it there? and Ridiculous. So, <laughs> so what was one of your struggles? Yeah, I think I think for me, um, you know, since I own my own business, it, it was... Hey, I, you know, I get up in the morning and I don't have to go into the base, you know, put on the uniform and go into the base. Um, so that was very different for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not going into the base. And so did you feel as though going back to that camaraderie that it was there, but it was different after you took the uniform off and essentially put on your your own uniform? Did you see a difference or did you see more or did you feel as though it was more support? Uh, yeah, I, I think to me, it was a big difference. So, you know, I was a Lieutenant Colonel, you know, when you walk in with a rank, everyone sees your rank and they, they know kind of where you fit in the organization. Um, and in the civilian world is not that, not as a parent, <laughs> doesn't come that quickly. You know, you, it's all gotta be earned. Um, the respect has to come. So yes, absolutely. And I'm glad you said that. And some individuals, and have you seen this as you transition out or those individuals that's in that pivotal point of transitioning out that they struggle with finding their own identity, right? As far as coming out and being their own self. If you've seen that, what type of advice would you give them or have given individuals? Yeah, I would just say, you know, the the military is trained as well. And particularly to succeed in the, in the civilian world, just, you know, do what, uh, do what you've always been taught, uh, show up on time, um, <laughs> you know, do the job and do a great job, just like you've always done in the military. Um, and, and the respect comes quite quickly as people get to know you and, you know, the caliber that you're out, you are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. And I really do believe that, um, with those core values by holding those is more than just values from the military. Those are way of life. So out of the different core values that the Air Force have, which one sticks out to you and that has been the most pivotal? If you could pick one, which one has been the most pivotal for you as you transition out? Yeah. So, uh, you know, integrity, I think is, it's gotta be always first, right? <laughs> um, it, it goes a long way with, uh, relationships it goes a long way with business so mm -hmm. 
No, no, that's good. No, that's good. I really appreciate that. And for me, it's uh, the outside of all of them because they're very good. You can't really put one over the other. But I do remember the service before self really clicking for me, realizing I can't do it all myself. And I was worried a lot about just me as I was getting out. I got out during COVID, but I realized the military, to your point, give you so many things to help you as you transition out. How can you serve others? And as you serve others, it's easier to find ways to, you know, connect with them. And you're no longer really worried about you, but then you will see things come along for you as the, you know, uh, uh, as you continue to serve others. So I really uh, like that one in particular. Yeah. Can you agree with that? Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's partly why, you know, I started, started a business was that I, I wanted to be able to serve others um, better, particularly those that I'm working with. So absolutely. There we go. No, I love that. And so now that brings us into uh, your business, right? Let's talk about Redbox Plus. Can you tell us a little bit about that business and what it inspired you to start it in the first place? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, um, well, you know, I was going through the transition assistance program and trying to figure out what I wanted to do uh, as I was leaving the military. I, I took the class, you know, three years before I was getting out and uh, there was this boots to business program and uh, suddenly, you know, they, they were introducing us to um, the opportunity to, to become an entrepreneur. And I always wanted to be my own boss, my own leader. And, uh, and I thought, wow, that sounds like a great plan. And so I started making plans um, to start the business two years before I got out so that I had a, a good transition. Uh, and the opportunity, um, it just so happened that Redbox Plus was um, starting up and I had heard about it. And I thought, what a great idea. You know, you get a dumpster and a toilet together on the job site. Um, it's it's a better mousetrap, right? So <laughs> so I decided that, uh, that that seemed like it would be simple enough for me to kind of cut my teeth on to, to learn how to become a, um, an, an owner of a company. Mm -hmm. uh, I had my logistics management degree, so I knew that, it, that, that I had the specialties for doing it. Uh, and so... So yeah, we uh, we launched in um, in January of 2021. Wow! Wow! Congratulations! Yeah, Ooh, I know you're proud of that, right? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, wow. we are, and we're doing really well. We you know we've uh, we've been in business just almost three years now, and and uh, doing really well. We we started in the Metro East in Illinois, uh, and then we purchased. It's a franchise, so there was another franchise in the in St. Louis, and we were able to purchase all of the St. Louis franchise out, and so we're doing really well and uh, moving forward. Right now, that's beautiful. So, what was the date again? Uh, we started. We opened the doors on four January of twenty twenty one. So, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, COVID was still kind of up there, right? <laughs> Rampant. So, yep. how did you guys yep. um, navigate through all of that? You're right during COVID. Yeah, it, uh, it was it was tough, particularly trying to get the word out. Um, you know, normally you would go door to door, uh, talking to contractors, introducing yourselves. Um, yeah, it it was it was tough, um, but we, you know, we started doing things over the telephone and and doing things like this. 
Um, and, uh, and that's how we got the word out. There you go. And I would love to say that uh, COVID did a lot of things uh, for people as far as uh, becoming innovative now and getting people outside of their comfort zone. So what did it do for you? Like what comfort zone did you have to push through there and as far as getting the word out for your business? Yeah, so um, cold calling people on the telephone. (laughs) Nervous, right? Like, oh my god, I don't know these people. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's a little bit easier when you're face to face, right? You can Mm kind of see what people are thinking with their gestures and things. But uh, yeah, so cold call was definitely uh, one that I had to get over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's good. Well, here's a question: Did you have to take any type of um? a formal training to get you into, you know, helping to build that confidence to cold call or you just did it until you got comfortable and was it enough no's until you got to the yes? And, you know, what was it? What was your your method behind it? Yeah. So the franchise uh, does have some business coaches that would provide us, you know, some scripts of things to say and that sort of thing. But yeah, at the end of the day, it was just, you got to just jump in and really, um, you know, get the experience and learn what works and what doesn't. And so, yeah, it, it was, uh, <laughs> I know it took some time. <laughs> you know what it seems like, and, and, you know, I'm just going to, uh, take a shot out there to see, to say that you're more of an introvert person. I am. Right. Yep, and so, right. So to have a, just a blanket conversation, uh, just a, <laughs> People don't know you. I I know that that had to take some strength and perseverance to do that. So one question I have in this same vein, what besides this one to be your own boss, what did you like? What was it that made you bet on yourself? Well, I, you know, I, I had experience being a commander, um, uh, squadron commander, and then I've been in many different leadership positions not just in the Air Force, but also in my church. Uh, I, you know, like I currently serve as a bishop of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints um, right now. And so all those different experiences, um, you know, have, have taught me to be able to to be confident that in my abilities to figure things out. And, you know, it. <laughs> I will say that being an entrepreneur has tested all of those. <laughs> there you go. I know that's right. <laughs> uh, it, it, it is a little more difficult than I thought it would be I, on it, to be quite frank. There um, you go. I'm glad. And you know, that's the thing, right? So ladies and gentlemen, this is real talk, okay? This yep. is not a walk in the park. And just because you see people doing it does not mean that, oh yeah, I can just do that. It takes real work. You know, it, it takes some real work and you really have to bet on yourself. So why did you think it would be easy? Is it because you had the background and you say, oh yeah, I know this. I can do this with my eyes closed, right? What was it that, that gave you the initial confidence and what proved to be, you know, wrong? Like, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> not too. I thought I knew that, but I so what was though? What was that? Well, you know, I've been an, I've been an operations officer, you know, and I've been a, a commander, you know, so I, I thought, you know, hey, this isn't this isn't too much different than what I was doing. Doing operating a, a an aircraft line isn't that different than operating a truck line. You, um, you know, that's what I thought. But of course, in the civilian world, you've got all these other 
issues that aren't already handled for you um, <laughs> that you need a lawyer for and you need finance officers for and <laughs> all these other, you know, there's, I didn't realize uh, that how it was many, people for that. <laughs> yeah. And then how many government regulations there were um, like, I have to have licenses all the way down to, you know, not just, not just the national licenses, but it goes all the way down to little villages, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I was like, wow, oh, you're right. What? So, yeah. So those were some, some surprises, but you know, we got through them. And <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. And but so, so that's what I really, you know, the reason why I want to have these conversations is to really talk about the, known unknowns right because when we're on base or regardless of how many years you serve there's a culture in the in the fences if you will right and so you think oh yeah you know i could just call this person they have people to take care of that and i could just talk to this person or you know whatever based off of your uh level of you know your rank and your experience and leadership but when you get out you are the person yeah. <laughs> you are the person that needs to find everybody in line. There's no one doing those things for you. Yeah. There isn't a, a help desk. That's <laughs> right. Yep. It's a it's a small organization. <laughs> isn't it? Oh my goodness. Small yep. organization of you. And I can dig that. Well, here, here's something okay. else. Uh, and, and thank you for sharing that. But um, so again, every entrepreneurial, you know, we we challenge, you know, have uh, face all types of challenges, but could you share some of those other challenges uh, that you've accounted, that you've encountered in your current business, right? And, but how did you navigate around it besides, I mean, because, you know, you, you've spoke about, you know, the perseverance and in, in everything. What did it take to realize, for example, hey, you're talking to yourself there and you don't know this. Now you have to learn you have to be coachable you have to be you know you, you have to put yourself in uncomfortable situations to build up what type of other struggles did you deal with directly with your business yeah so i'll just give you uh one example we uh we're a franchise um and the franchise the franchisee that was next to us was um you know they we didn't feel like they were um as capable and they were, we were losing some, um, customers, um, uh, because of them. And, uh, you know, I, I consulted, um, with the, the headquarters and there wasn't a lot they could do with me, um, with, with him legally. And, and so I called up Damon, uh, Chafin there from uh, vet biz and discussed it with him. And like you say, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be humble and teachable. And, and he, he gave me some good ideas and he and I came up with a scheme to be able to, you know, build the company enough up that we could um, eventually buy that guy out. Um, and so that's what we did. We worked, uh, worked together, uh, Damon and I, and we, um, we now own, uh, you know, Redbox plus of uh, St. Louis Metro East and Redbox plus of St. Louis. Nice. Uh, we were able to overcome it. And so, you know, le leaning on people who have experience uh, like Damon from VetViz uh, and others uh, is really key to success. Yeah. And I love that. I love that. And you're, you're absolutely right. And, and shout out to him. Shout out to the whole team to be able to listen to individuals and help them and, and say, Hey, do you want to be successful? Of course we want to be, but we have to really wrap our minds around what it takes, 
right? It, it, it takes you, like you said, to be coachable, to listen, to try it, right? To try something different, get out of your comfort zone, right? Because we may have done things for over 20 something years. You know, it's another way of doing it. <laughs> That's right. Oh, you know, no, that's good. And I, I want to thank you for being able to, you know, talk about that, being transparent. Some individuals, they, they just don't really want to hear it. And then you know what else happens, Darren? <clears throat> they try to do things their way. And it doesn't really pan out. And then they come back, let's say, six months to a year. And they're right at the same spot they were at when they came the first time. If they only just listen a little bit, right? <laughs> Right. But hey, you know, not everybody is it's all about timing. So but anyway, we're going to uh, get ready to wrap this on up. So I want to thank you for your time, right, for sharing your incredible journey and and also the the transparency. So uh, we're sure the listeners have uh, learned a whole lot. And uh, so is there anything that you want to say again for uh, for our listeners and those individuals that are thinking about starting their entrepreneurships, uh, you know, their, their journey for themselves or their families, what would you say? Yeah, I would, I would just suggest that, um, you know, you, you do a lot of due diligence before you, before you get into it, talk to people, uh, who are in the same, uh, field and then, uh, for sure, you know, find a good mentor. Uh, if, if it's not vet biz, then find somebody else, um, that's willing to, to mentor you through it. Um, is you're not going to you most people aren't going to get through it on their own they're going to need some some they're not going to be the specialist of every uh every field that you need to be a specialist in so it's important to find those people that can mentor you and help you that's right no i thank you for that and where can individuals uh, learn more about the redbox plus yeah um so you can go to redboxplus.com uh or you can give us a call we're at 618-418-4red or 618-418-4733 is the is the full number you can catch us on the on the website um or just google us we'll we'll pop to the top just google dumpster near me and we'll pop right up at the top look at that seos that's what i'm talking about (laughs) i love it i love it and so hey and and thank you again theron thank you for you know joining us and everything thanks for having me i appreciate it i'm telling you this is easy light work And to all our listeners out there, thank you for tuning in. Remember, at VetBiz, we're here to help you. All right. We help you transition, thrive, and succeed in your entrepreneurship journey. All right. So until next time, this is Seth Miller with VetBiz signing out. You guys have a great rest of your day and keep on going. You got this.